you are now. What's up, people? We're back. Yesterday was the goddamn Super Bowl of our year. We had the big time at the Oscars, and uh, we got a big movie review coming up for Birds of Prey. Uh, Alex, how are you doing on this lovely but rainy Monday? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, the rain. I, I truly despise rainy, rainy days. Um, Hot take. I prefer snow to rain. I always say it. And the rain just ruins my mood more often than not. But fucking Parasite won Best Picture, so I cannot be that yeah. upset. Yeah. How can you be mad about that? You can't. Big, big fan of the Parasite. And yet, people are still out here saying that it shouldn't have won. Like, there's that video that's going around on Twitter of this idiot Herb in his mom's basement, like, well, I don't understand why if it was nominated for Best International Film, it could get nominated for Best Picture. That's ridiculous! And the logic is that, really flawed. To that I say, you are an idiot. Um, but let me just say, between Birds of Prey, Parasite taking the Oscars, for all you sexists, misogynists, fucking racists, it's over for y'all, okay? WTR does not stand for that shit, and we're going to put it out like a light. I'm not going to continue that Travis joke. I'm done with Travis. I've had enough of him. You're an idiot if that's true. Because all he has to do is drop another Fire album and you're right back on. Yeah, but I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think Astroworld is both the best and worst thing to happen to Travis Scott. Well, time will tell. I mean, it already has. Has it? Yeah, he dropped a pretty trash single and then a pretty mid- E-T-A-M-A. Okay, but you realize you're in the minority and most people like Jack Boys. And most people like Pop Smoke, but that doesn't make him good now, does it? Yes, it does. Meet the Woo 2, certified banger of an album. No, thanks. No, thanks. Did you listen to it? No, because we I figured we'd talk about the Superior album and then Zachary Kenny Beats one. Yeah, we'll talk about that, but don't pass judgment if you haven't heard the album yet. Trust me, I can, I can ball bark how it's going to sound. I mean, yeah, it that is the thing. It all it definitely all sounds the same for the most part, but it goes pretty hard. It goes pretty hard. Um, but yeah, so what do you what do you want to talk about first? Should we talk Oscars or should we talk Birds of Prey? I yeah, should... let's get into the meat and potatoes because you you were you getting mad at me that I was trying to talk about it yesterday. So let's get it out the way now. Well, I got mad at you because I was like, you're gonna want to talk to me about it now, and then we're not gonna want to talk about it today. It was valid. Let's sort of go chronologically here, Al. Um, start off with that opening song, right? So there's no host. So Janelle Monet, what? I didn't hear it. You didn't see the opening I actually number. I don't know what she was singing to. So you're gonna. I, I saw it. It was on the TV, muted, but I did not listen. So I don't know what song she was singing. Let me walk you through. So you saw it, okay? Well, it was like I don't even know what like the song she was singing was, but like that was okay. The thing that was puzzling to me was when they brought out all the dancers dressed like all the characters from the best picture like did you see that well i saw like midsummer was there joker was there they had midsummer Queen dude the Club. joker shit imagine imagine if you work like so hard obviously you're like a professional dancer and they're like listen you're gonna be in the oscars you're gonna open up the show for the oscars but you're going to be out here busting a move dressed like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Like those dudes looked ridiculous last night. I thought that shit was like, I don't even know. I don't even know whose idea that was, but I was like, what are we doing here? Like the queen and slim outfit was cool. I mean, it's just, a no, there were some cool outfits there. It, like it was very funny to see people in like the 1917 uniforms, just like dancing. It was very funny. It was funny. Those um, those characters had more depth than the actual characters of the movie. did. <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, so you missed that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, moving we forward, were recording. We were recording Jake and Jake. You can find them on anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, Jake and Jake podcast. Come listen. Alex, to is, boy. Alex is cheating on me with Jake that, and Jake. I mean, if anything, that was my first. Jake and Jake was my first podcast. All it takes is one, Alex. All right. You can't go back to your ex-wife when you get tired of your new wife. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, what did you think about the musical performances you did see? Did you see the Frozen one? No, yeah, I saw all like the best original song 
Okay, so who do you think was like best out of those? Um, Adina Menzel can really belt it out, but yeah. I mean, I love Elton John, and I wanted that song to win. I think that was the best song, so I like that one the most. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I said this yesterday. the The Frozen performance was better than the entirety of Frozen Two. Yeah, I thought the thing they. No, I don't listen. I really wanted to like Frozen, but it's really not that good. And the second one was. No, I'm not an idiot. It's not a good movie, Alex. You're an idiot. It's really see how it feels. You see how it feels. No, but I'm willing to back it up. I'm not offended by you calling me an idiot. I know I'm in the minority here, and I'm willing to back up why I think that Frozen is a trash movie. But we're not doing that now. Actually, I lied. Cynthia Erivo might have had my favorite performance. Cynthia Erivo was dope. I mean, it made me want to watch Bad Times immediately. Yeah, and maybe I mean should watch Harriet at some point. And then the other movie that I forgot existed, Breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that that woman can sing. She I've been, I was killed that shit. She killed that shit. Also, I could not care less about that movie. Um, like you, I forgot that it existed. But that was such a that came out like in February, I want to say. Like it was no. so long ago. No, it wasn't. I'm gonna look it up because I feel yeah, like I've literally been Breakthrough came out in April. Okay, it's still a long time ago. Still a long time ago. But uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It was it was whatever. I think that's one of the best parts of the Oscars, but they weren't able like it wasn't as good as it has been in years past. I mean, like, that's just because have, this year was boring in terms of music. Well, I agree, but they have the potential to really steal the show. At like, for instance, Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper stole yeah, but the that show. That song is different. But like, what I'm saying, potential. Was... Like for instance, I thought that the moment with uh, Adina Menzel's performance, where they had all the international people yeah, singing, that was, that was a great moment. I thought that was awesome. So shout out to them for doing something. Let me ask you how you felt about this. Um, clearly, a big theme of the night seemed to be like the different presenters. Wait, hang on, hang on. If we're gonna get away from music real quick, we gotta. Okay. I just, I just gotta give a shout out to Billie Eilish who killed it. And if at that mm-hmm. point you has anyone has to say that Billie Eilish is trash, let me tell you something. No, she's not, and you're fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. She was, it was that was a beautiful rendition of yesterday. I agree. I agree. And the fact that um, she's 18, like you, you're gonna be 30. You're not gonna be able to sing that good. So back the fuck up and let her rock. Yeah, I agree. So anyways, back to what I was saying. It seemed like a theme of the evening was kind of like the different presenters seemingly trying to like distance themselves from like the very clearly all white, all male nominees for the most part. Like Chris Rock and Steve Martin like poking fun at that as if they're not like it seemed there was a like it seemed kind of ingenuine at times because I was like you realize you're doing this on behalf of the people who are like causing the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what do you what would you suggest? Well, I would suggest them not having such a like a, a lopsided set of nominations next year. But I mean, that's obviously what we want, but I'm saying what do you what would you suggest in terms of the host? I'm not saying this no, I'm saying this was fine. I was fine with it. I just th- thought it was like a little it just felt a little weird to me. I was just like, all right, that's fine. But all the people backstage and the people that probably wrote those skits are like part of the problem. You know what I mean? I I really don't know. I don't I'm <laughs> glad to see you have such an input. I mean, I what are you saying though? Would you rather just... not address it at all? Well, no, I'm just asking what you thought about it. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I'm I'm pretty over the because it's like oh it's no hosts no there's just like thirty five hosts that all do a little piece like but I'm fine no host, the no host thing was fine last year I really felt it this year and I was really fucking tired of I don't know I don't need to see Kelly Marie Tran and Questlove talking for a minute just give me a see, fucking joke and give me the next Oscar I don't care we can cut no, this because 
you realize that even if there was a host, like you notice how most of the times it was people introducing another presenter. Yeah, that I would just be the host. It would be just the host introducing presenters, and it would be trash. It would be the same jokes over and over again. One brand of humor for the whole night. I liked this because. They brought all sorts of different people. We got to see a whole lot more of the people we loved. And yeah, you know, I was seeing George McKay making a not funny joke. He's great. You really are a hater. You are. No, I mean, was he's okay. He's good. No. What? Watch watch Captain Fantastic and tell me he's not great, please. Okay. Um, I'm sure he's a good dude, but. I'm just saying, like I'm all the, saying all the like, good, dude. I'm just saying he's a good actor, and if you're gonna sit there and pretend like he didn't kill it in 1917, you're a fool. All these segments were just like, ugh, like I don't care. Then why do you why why do you watch then? Why like, do you watch the Oscar? Because I want to see you could just as easily. No, you could just as easily get all the awards on the internet and read them on a list. Why did you watch the Oscars? It's different. It's a difference though. Like. It very much feels like, uh oh, we gotta like buy some time right now. Like, let's just do this. Like, I don't think so at all. It's it's a pretty like, it seemed like a pretty tightly run ship. Like they were moving along. It didn't drag for me at all. Like, I, at no point was I like, oh, this sucks. This is boring. Get this off the screen. Like literally, except for the cats thing. They brought the two least likable people from Cats and and Eminem. And what. Well, that was just that didn't make any sense to me. Very odd. I mean, I get definitely why, an odd I choice. Think. Well, I don't really get why, except for the idea that made like I know like I saw a good joke. They were like, "Yeah, like Lose Yourself came out 18 years ago, and we all know the Academy loves things that just turned 18." Like, I don't get it. Are you serious? I don't. I'm a- <laughs> all right, moving forward, Alex. Um, what was your most hype award win? Not including like best picture, but like what award winning was like? You were like, "Fuck yeah, let's go." Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that because like, mo- pretty. I was pretty much on the money with everything, except for what was your final tally? By the way, of correct ones while I'm looking. I don't know. I haven't checked. I haven't tallied. It was not good. I probably got about half of them right. I was gonna say. So you sent me the money, not knowing. <laughs> Well, but I knew for sure you had beaten me. I was eight for eight at one point, people. Let me just get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, like I pretty much called all of them. So there was nothing that – I guess Parasite for best directing because I didn't think – I thought he should win it, but I didn't think he actually would. Um, I had Sam Mendes winning that one. Yeah. If, well, let me tell you, the biggest surprise of the night was the fact that not – the whole world didn't fall for the 1917 gimmick moving forward. <laughs> some people see it as a gimmick. Some people don't. You could argue that any compelling part of a movie is a gimmick. Like, nope. Yep. Nope. The, the, the choice to make Birdman a one take isn't the gimmick. It serves a purpose within the narrative. This didn't. It's just there to be. There. I think arguably this served more of a purpose within the narrative. Nope. I think that. The idea of us following him on this journey with no cuts adds far more to the feel of the movie than the one cut did of Birdman. A big surprise, I will say, the Joker winning score. I thought it was deserved, but I didn't think it would win. Um, yeah, I mean, that was a strong category this year, I think. Um, I was really hoping for Andy Newman to like come out of nowhere and pull it. because Not Little Women. I, th- I don't know. You know how I feel about that. I love Little Women, but uh, my Little Women, my big win of the night. My- speaking of Little Women, was uh my girl Laura Dern pulling it out from Marriage Story, which was so well deserved. Um, even though you clearly don't think so, I didn't say that. I just think Florence. You Pugh- said that yesterday. And no. you, you've been saying it all week. You've been saying it all week, and I bullied you into changing your vote on your ballot from Florence Pugh to Laura Dern. And you know that. Well, no. I, I can pull up the I, screenshot. I can pull up the I screenshot. I had Florence Pugh, and I said I want to change it to Laura Dern because I know she'll win. And then you said, no, stick to your gut. And I said, okay. So I left it. Yeah. I think Florence Pugh did a better job because, I don't know, like, Laura Dern had three key scenes, and obviously she sells it in those scenes, but like 
But I think she was the ideal choice for best supporting actor. Not too much, or actress, not too much of her. And just, like, enough. Every scene she's in, she steals. Well, I feel like we've had this argument before. Yeah, we have. She gives very important support to the movie. But I'm saying I feel like you disagreed with me when I said that. Like, best supporting, if you have, like, a minute of screen time, but you obliterate it like that's better i think it's different based on the movie though you could argue that florence Pugh like was arguably a lead in that movie i mean i know the movie follows joe but like she's just as big of a character in that she has the best food in the family she should have won get out of here get out of here laura dern scene of her taking off her jacket in the courtroom is better than the entirety of florence Pugh and little women sorry where's ray leota's not man Ray Liotta wasn't in the movie nearly as much. I think they're in it equal amounts. They are not. There's a pair of every scene that Laura Dern has, Ray Liotta has one, and then they're both together in the courtroom scene. And no, because there's that, whole, there's that whole scene where he's with Alan Alda and she's still the lawyer. I need some... Well, I did need, you watch the movie? I need some figures. I need I need Tommy. You need a fucking sock in your fucking mouth right now. That's what you need. <sighs> but your boy Joaquin, Alex, pulled it out. The walk. Extra guacamole. Extra guacamole. Him, well, him tearing up about River, River. is very upsetting. But I think that the craziest thing about it is him like getting up on that stage and really like understanding like like I don't even think he necessarily believes he should have won. Like no joke. Like I think he knows what Joker was, and I think that in like what he, the work he did is important, and I think he feels that. But I think that you know, for once, you know, they always talk about celebrities like having a platform and like using that platform. Um, and you know, you could talk about guys like Leo getting up there doing the usual speech, but also doing all the environmental stuff. But like, nah, he got up there and looked like immediately like he had no intentions of thanking people. He was going to get up there and say what he wanted to say. And I think it was interesting to say the least. I mean, um, I'm going to go on record and say as much as I love Joaquin Phoenix and as much as I got respect for him as an actor. I had a bowl of cereal right before that that performance. I mean, right before the Oscars. So I'm not stopping. You missed his speech? No, no, no. But like before the Oscars started, I ate a bowl of cereal at Jordan's house. It was almond milk. So I guess. Oh, okay. I mean, but oh, that's fair. Look, okay. the argument. <laughs> I'm just going to eat meat. I was actually thinking about that today as I had lunch. And uh, I was, you know, we could spend hours talking about vegetarianism. Um, my school of thought happens to be that we have a bad, we're in a bad spot right now in terms of overconsumption of everything and mostly including natural resources. Um, and whereas maybe uh, 50 years ago, it was, it would have been okay for the, us to be eating meat, but in this current like environmental climate, like maybe we really do need to cut back in order to save the planet. So I don't know. He just, he looked distressed up there you look yeah. worried if i'm gonna go um, down like if 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 i'm gonna go down with this planet i'm gonna go down with a block of cheese in my hand but see why are you even thinking about going down with the planet like first of all <laughs> the effects we feel like we'll still feel them but it really won't spell danger for us it'll spell danger for our children no i think and like children's children. children's children dude I know a lot of people like I was having a very in-depth conversation about this one time with uh, I don't remember who I was talking to, but he was like, yeah, I truly believe that all of our children will have cancer and won't live past 40. Well, that's quite the fucking doomsday plan. I but think. It, it's not as crazy as it seems, bro. Like, okay, and then here's, really not. My, here's me saying, I truly believe that our children will all be able to fly in cars. But what I'm saying is if you There's look at, if you look at, Think of, here. Let me like think about it this way. Think about like everything we as humans have accomplished in terms of like like technological advancements in terms of like cars, gas, renewable energy. All of it has all happened in, like the last hundred and fifty years. Think about how long the planet has been around. Not in that. Like that's like point 
0.001% or some shit of the whole Earth's lifespan. That's what we've done in this small amount of time. Think about where we'll be. Like, and we're only improve, like growing and like advancing more and more rapidly. Think about where we'll be 30 years from now. That's what I'm saying. I think we'll be fine, and I think everyone. Oh, I I am not so hopeful, but uh, that I think said, I think we can continue eating meat and cheese, and and the world will be okay. Okay, then give up all your cars, everybody. Let me something drastic. About I think something drastic is going to need to happen for us to save our planet. So yeah, like we're past the point of no return. No, you have your head in the sand, Alex. No, I always see the like all oh, the what was it? It was like. The first headline I saw was like, we have 12 years before it's irreversible. And then the next day it was like, oh, it's down to three or some shit. And I was like, okay, what happened? Okay, science happened. Did someone jump the gun on this 12 years thing? No, things were just far worse than people imagined. Well, then the stats were wrong when they came out with it. But what I'm saying is with the current information, Alex, you cannot sit here and pretend like our planet is in a good place. I'm not saying it's in you a great can't. place. I'm not saying it's in a great place, but I just don't think it's. I mean, it's like the coronavirus thing. Like m- me myself, like I was worried, but now I'm like, All right, you know what? It's okay. Not everything is going to be the end of the world. But what I'm saying is, is that if everybody had that mentality, like we're just going to be fine if we just keep on keeping on, then we're not. Like it's over. <laughs> Let me ask you something, because I had this conversation with Body, and he clowned me, because I was I was Good. making a joke that I was going to go full vegan, but I'm I'm going to take it down a level. How long, realistically, do you think you could be vegetarian for? Well, why am I doing it? If we did a bet, if we did a Seinfeld bet situation, longer than you, <laughs> vegan or vegetarian. Vegetarian, because I'm not giving up. Vegetarian? Can I eat fish? Yes. Oh, dude, I could hang out. I could hold out for a long time. I think. If you had to give a number, I don't know. I mean, I it really, like I said, it really depends on the amount of money. Like, if it's for five dollars, then I'm not. It's not gonna be worth it. I mean, we put like a hundred bucks on it. Yeah, if we put like a hundred bucks on it or some shit, if bro. We put a steakhouse I, dinner at the end of it. Well, that would be stupid. Why? I don't know, but I don't know. Are Why? we going to go vegetarian or are we doing this? No, I'm not. There's no way. I would give up in like two days. Not even. I would probably give up in like a day and a half. In that case, we should totally put some money on it. <laughs> I would just eat pasta all the time. Pasta and salad. Yeah, and you'd I'd have be- to work hard to find like other things. And then I'd be like, like, you know, I want a cheeseburger. See, you really like fish. And that's why I like. I like, I I like fish, but I'm not even thinking fish, dude. Like. You could get you could get vegetarian meat, bro. Like the Impossible Burger is like not bad. Like it is, it is good. But like, I feel like that's such cheating. It's it, it is cheating, but it's not. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's all about like preserving the natural resources. So, so like, I'm not however, doing heroin anymore, but I'm I'm doing cocaine that makes me feel like I'm doing heroin. <laughs> dude, I saw this TikTok of this kid. Who was like, ha like all my friends out here trying to quit vaping. Like I ordered this shit from Amazon and it's like a stick that's like, it's not electronic, but it like kind of looks like an e-cig and it just has like mint flavored air. You know what I mean? Like you literally just like suck on it and you would get like, you would feel like mint. Like y'all got a problem. Don't let me in with them. I'm not buying one. (laughs) No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying y'all like. uh, Broad Pitt had a great speech. (laughs) Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt did have a good speech. A well-deserved Oscar for him. I didn't realize that was his first one. I think it's his first supporting actor. It's his first. I don't think he's ever won for an acting performance. He's won as producer. Before. Yeah. That, no, that's Multiple same. times, I think. I'm pulling up Brad Pitt acting awards real quick. He has never won an acting award until yesterday. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, what was I going to say about that also? Um, blah, blah, blah. I cannot remember. Shit. Well, fuck. Um, yeah, Brad Pitt was really good. Very well deserved. Pixar, Toy Story 4. You can't bet against 
Pixar. No, of course not. Of course not. Roger Deakins, daddy. <laughs> He's the goat. Bong uh, Joon-ho, also daddy. Dude, the clips of him are priceless. Like, he is a hero. My man is blacked out right now. Awesome. So, the, the reason it's exciting is because, like, they even they didn't believe they were going to win. Like, yeah. they were the Cinderella story this year, obviously, where they came out of nowhere and obviously had this crazy awards run before this. But, like, when it comes down to Oscars night, I still think that even they were, like, just happy to be there. And that's the best, you know what I mean? Like, seeing people win when they're just, like, happy to be there is, like, so heartwarming. But at the same time, there's this, like, attitude for, like, Bong, I think, and probably the rest of the cast, too, where they're like, yeah, bitch, we know we should have won. Like, deep down, they were like, yeah, we we deserve this. We earned this. And uh, I think he had the best speech of the night. Which one? <laughs> like, getting Martin Scorsese like, one. shouting out Scorsese and Tarantino. Um, yeah, 100%. That Scorsese standing ovation was the stuff of fucking beauty. Yeah, that and him sleeping during Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the crowd reaction shots were so funny. So I, know, I literally texted you. I was like, yo, they all look so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if I was like honed into it or just like it was just like very blatant, but like this shit was so funny. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely one of the funnier memes of the evening. Um, and Billie Eilish too. They, I told you, they showed like a one second clip of her face just being given like a stank face. She was just like, "Ugh, like what is this?" Like, yeah, like I don't know, an odd choice to say the least. Um, but shout out Eminem for getting his shit done. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Anything else you want to say on the Oscars? No, nah, it wasn't like this is like it's not like polarizing enough to where there's much to talk about in that direction. And like, we've been saying these things for so long. It's like, damn, like they really came through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, so here's what I'll say in closing. Um, I think that, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, I think the Academy recognized that there's a lot of problems in a lot of areas of what they're doing. Um, and in these last couple of weeks, it seems like they've done their best to try to remedy that. Um, and I'm not saying they gave Parasite a best picture win just out of sympathy or out of pity or out of reparation, but like they opened their eyes apparently and really, re- it seems like the people who deserve, like who were rewarded, deserve to win. There was nobody who won, like you said, where I was like, fuck that, bro. No way they should have gotten it, um, yes, which I can't are. say about prior years. You said that for editing. I'm, I guarantee it. Well, actually, no. I think the editing in Ford v. Ferrari is was not bad, but uh, I it wouldn't have been my pick. But I'm not mad about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, shout out to Parasite for literally making history. Literally making history. Let's talk about another historical uh, bit of movie news. Um, you and I saw the long-awaited movie Birds of Prey, and what is it? The fantabulous, fabulous the emancipation, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. But they just changed the name to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Did they really? <laughs> yes. No way. Yeah. They're going the live die repeat route where they make no money and change the title. I don't know if that's the reason why they changed the name. I really or, don't like that. I liked the original title. I thought it was very A lot of people were upset. Well, people can go fuck themselves. That's the moral <laughs> of the story tonight. Is If you're upset about the things that are happening in this regard, you can go fuck yourself. Um, some people are catching some shit right now because we are getting into it. Grant Emmerich, listen here, you little bitch. I don't oh, know if you're shit. listening to this shit, but you can go fuck yourself, alright? Um, I saw no, Grant right. on... When was it? Saturday? Yeah, I, I saw Grant. Grant on Saturday. Grant's the man. Love you, Grant. Grant? I don't want to like air him out, but like Grant is one of the funniest like I've ever met. Like I'm gonna like, have to believe that. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you want. Like I don't I mean look, Grant's a great guy. We all know this, but uh he's too funny to like not to like see the see these opportunities and like not pounce on them. So I saw the most Grant move of all time on Saturday. That could mean any number. I cannot say it here, but (laughs) Grant is an animal. Been known. Been known. 
Um, yeah, uh, Birds of Prey, Alex. What'd you think? Opening thoughts. I thought it was very, 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 very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that this is such a clear example of like the only reason I could see you not liking this movie. And I know that people are going to say, oh, there's valid complaints. There were valid problems with the movie. The only reason I can really see you not liking this movie is if you hate women. Or you hate fun. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead fucking serious, bro. I mean, if they you don't like, like the brand of humor, like then you're kind of like you're you're losing out of the gate. You know what I mean? I think there were a lot of different types of humor. Like there was obviously all the fourth wall breaking shit, but there's also like really funny dialogue, great physical humor. Like I thought I wasn't gonna like the movie from the opening, like exposition. I was like, oh, I oh, loved I, that, dude. From I the second I sat down in the seat, I was like, oh, let's go. I'm so excited. Because I, Harley Quinn is a character that has a lot of personality, arguably more personality than any of the male superheroes we've seen. Um, and I think that personality really lends itself well to the screen. And a lot of that is because of Margot Robbie. Like, she was phenomenal. Like, she is Harley Quinn in my eyes. That is the role of a lifetime for her. And um, I'm very glad that we're getting to see a lot of her with this and the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, if this doesn't get you excited, not only just about, like, the movie itself, but, like, the direction of DC, like, you really are a hater. I don't understand how you could watch this movie as a DC fan. Like, forget all the other herbs, like, that dude living in his mom's basement. Forget all them. But if you like DC, but you have any complaints about this movie, I don't understand you. Like, I don't understand what you want. It seems like finally they listened to the like, what people were saying they wanted out of these movies. And they actually delivered it this time. You know what I mean? Like people are saying this is what Suicide Squad should have been in terms of like style. Yeah, exactly. um, and I agree. But um, I think this movie was just was great. I maintain it's the second best of the recent <clears throat> DC movies, except for uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, I'd say Man of Steel, this, and then Aquaman. No, nah, I'd put Wonder Woman ahead of Aquaman. No way. Those are honestly equal in my mind. I think visually Aquaman was more impressive, but like that movie itself was like very Wonder basic. Wonder Woman don't have much of a script either. I'll say that. Yeah, but I mean, did Aquaman? No, it didn't, but <laughs> at least okay. it looked amazing. Okay. That's another cool thing about this movie is it actually had a good script. You know what I mean? I'll say this. And I always get like the, like you guys were like clowning me, taking my Marvel DC comment way out of context. If DC continues to do what they're doing with Birds of Prey and even Joker, DC will. I will be more excited for DC movies than Marvel movies. Because as much as I love Marvel movies and as much as I am still excited by them to some extent, I definitely am a, a bit more jaded than I used to be. I, I feel like I'm going to Marvel movies again. now more out of what's the like, um, not expectancy, but like, like it's like, ah, well, I have to go see the new Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like, I have the responsibility to like keep up with this. It's like when you watch a TV show for so many years. Yeah, you're like, like, shit, now I gotta keep watching. It's like, I have to finish now. I'm so invested. Yeah, but I also, I'm genuinely excited to see these like actual movies being made and like risks being taken and fun being had. Agreed. Agreed. But I think that arguably, like, don't get me wrong. I was obviously so excited for Endgame and this culmination of, like, this whole thing they've been working on. But I'm really excited to see the direction that Marvel goes now. Like, to say that, like, you can't count them out. The same way you can't count Pixar, you can't count Marvel. I'm not because, counting like, them out. But, like, The Eternals I know... could come out and could be an absolute heater, bro. What like, movie? It could be The Eternals. No, like, that's see, what I'm really excited for. The Eternals is really the only thing that's keeping me in. Because Black Widow, I... I, I couldn't give a fuck about it. Well, I don't really care it. about. I honestly think that as bad as it sounds, maybe they should have scrapped it. Just considering like, like this should, this sh like, I think black widow should have come out before Endgame. This is literally a phase one movie. Yeah, I agree because literally by at this point, I don't care about black widow and I don't care about Hawkeye or that backstory. Like, why are you giving us so much backstory to a character that spoiler alert was just killed off and we will never see again in the MCU. And also was never that 
Like, I don't know. She was cool, but she was never like. Well, so what I'm saying is, I think that if they had given this, if they had done this movie like in Phase One or Phase Two, like you're saying, like people would have cared a lot more about Black Widow going forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm honestly because by I'll... the end, by the end in like Endgame, you know, all these characters get like five minutes of screen time. It seems like, and by that point in the game, they're not building characters anymore. They never really took the time to build her character. They were always just kind of shady about it. And the, the extent of her backstory was like, oh yeah, we don't really know where she came from, and maybe she fucked Hawkeye at some point. Like, I'll say that I'm more excited for the Disney Plus shows than I am the, any like movies, aside from too. the Eternals, really. Yeah, I am too. Um, and Doctor but- Strange, I don't know what I am until I see the director. Agreed, but uh, I don't want to pivot too far away because we could easily talk about Marvel for hours. I want to continue talking about Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite Bird of Prey? Like out of out of all of them, which one? Mm-hmm. Not including Harley Quinn. Like out of the other three. Oh, it's uh, easy for me. It's Black Canary. Okay, good answer. Why? Uh, because she's badass, and I didn't really like like Huntress's like shtick. And Rosie Perez didn't really do anything. <laughs> okay, well, I thought that Huntress was dope. She's my pick. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and uh, I thought her character was really funny. And see, I, I like she was badass too. She was probably more uh, badass yeah, than she, anyone. They were all like, badass. I don't get her like, like she doesn't know how to like have a conversation. Well, yeah, think about her life. Let me think about Harley's. I will say this, though. I did think that they were going to be sort of like, I'm glad the movie ended up the way it was and that it was very focused around Harley Quinn um, because I think it leaves room for what I wanted more of, which is seeing all the birds of prey together. You know what I mean? Like we obviously see them at the end. We're not going to talk spoilers. We obviously see them like come together as a team and work together. Um, But I also like, I think it leaves the door open for more content of some sort focused around these characters. Let me say this. Though. Yeah. To kind of go against that. I don't really know anything about birds of prey, like from the comics. I assume there's like multiple, but if the next bird, like if, if this movie does well and they're like, okay, we're going to make a birds of prey two movie, but like, it's going to be more like birds of prey focused. They're going to need to get some more people. Cause those three, are not carrying the movie. Like without Harley Quinn, it's it's that's that's a boring movie, I feel. I think it's not necessarily boring, but if, I think it's, if a, done it's, not, it's not entertaining. I think if done if not done well, I agree with you. But going back to what you said, you know, about the movie being successful, it only made what, like thirty million dollars opening weekend? I thought it made eighty. Maybe eighty? I don't even know. Regardless, either way, it, it's bad. Um, for a big budget superhero movie like this coming out of a powerhouse like DC, we expect to see much higher numbers. It's not that big well, budget. I mean, big budget in the sense that like oh, it's yeah, coming it from ninety-seven million. Totally made that more. up. Um, but why do you think it's not doing well? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't think it. Maybe I'm being hopeful and saying like I don't think it has to do with like all female cast or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't. I'm confused because it was marketed fine. A bunch of people seemed excited for it. I don't know. I think it's more of like, I don't know. I genuinely am and puzzled. Do you see like, do you see like it wasn't even getting good reviews? Like on IMDb, it has like a six out of 10. I think the reviews are definitely more like... I think the reviews are definitely big on it, but I'm like wondering why people didn't like... Like why these reviews are coming out? Because if you think about it, like, I don't know, we're pretty active on film Twitter and there are a lot of like very like critically, like critical minded people, you know what I mean? Who are more of like the more conservative, like traditional style of film critic, you know what I mean? And a lot of them really like the movie. You know what I mean? So I'm like wondering where these negative reviews are coming from. And like I said before, I really can't fathom another reason why someone wouldn't like it. um, Except for just you hate women. Um, Because I don't know. This is obviously an all women like led movie. And I think it's very obvious. 
you know what I mean? I was talking to someone who shall not be named because they are on suspension from being mentioned on WTR. And um, I, think I know. I know you know who it is, and Wait, he knows I? who it is too, so he can go fuck himself. Yes, you do know who it is. Um, and uh, you know, if you look at it's the whole idea of the male gaze. You know what I mean? Um, just the way men in general shoot movies and film women is just like very different from the perspective of a female director. And there were a lot of like little things in that movie that like very obviously showed that if you were looking for it, um, which I just thought was like, I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, fuck that. We don't need like, like people complaining. Oh, they're, they're not sexy enough. Like, what are you fucking talking about, bro? Like Margot Robbie is a 10 out of 10. Like all of them are attractive women. Like, how are you not like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It'll never make sense to me. I'm like already kind of tired of arguing about it because you know, I've, I've done my fill, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are just big old man babies. Like you said, like this is a film that's very hard to not have fun in. It is very funny. It's incredibly violent. There was literally one. Th- there was a few things in it that literally had me like wince. I'm like, oh, yeah. like fuck, yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. Um, and the, the action is all really good. Yeah, I was and shocked like, at how like w- good it was. Yeah, we'll take a minute to talk about um some of the men in the movie. What did you think about you and McGregor? Fantastic. Fucking amazing. Literally like so damn fantastic. He is. What do you think? God, do you think I love him. Yeah, he's great. What do you think about him cheating on his wife with Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Is that a thing? I think so. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't condone. No, I'm just, I'm just bombarding you. It's like tabloid. I think so. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I don't condone cheating, but that doesn't take away from the performance. Agreed. Um, yeah, I thought he was great. I thought he brought so much energy to the character. Um, An incredible amount. Yeah, a great performance Like that, unfortunately, I think will be overlooked for two reasons. One, one fortunate reason, one unfortunate reason. The unfortunate reason – or yeah, the unfortunate reason is just because the movie itself won't be doing that well, it seems. Um, and I hope that his performance isn't forgotten because he's easily one of the best villain performances we've gotten, if not the best in the new DC movies. Ew, um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And like, but the fortunate reason is because he really is outshined by the star power of the birds of prey. And, um, you know, Margot Robbie in general is just such, she shines very bright in that movie. And it's hard to like. You could easily watch that movie and focus on nothing else but her the entire time. That bacony, that blah, 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 that bacon that sandwich, bro, looked Ugh. so good. Nut, bro. I don't even like bacon, egg, and cheese, as you know. But that shit looked so one, good. I had one the next day. Yeah, that shit was fire. And um, but yeah, what'd you think of uh, Victor Zaz? <clears throat> A boy out here thought, dripping in swagoo. I thought he was so shirt, underutilized. That shirt looked like it was from Gucci. See, I wasn't really like mad. People were talking about like his drip, and I was like, "He has drip." I didn't even realize. I I, I, I after the fact, I was like, "Did he?" No, because like that's not Zaz to me. I hate being that guy who's like, "That's not Zaz." No, because like I hate. I I, like. I'm cool with like comic book movies taking like liberties, but like I feel like at that point, like that's the first time we've ever seen Zaz in live action, I believe, and like. I would have liked to see Zaz as like a fucking psycho. Like he really is. And he's like, obviously a little menacing in this, but like, I think he's totally menacing in this, but I do think that he's like, obviously playing second fiddle to black mask. Yeah. I think he should have just been a a no name character. If I'm being honest, but I think that the, the villain side of things gets kind of weak. I really liked the dynamic between him between black mask and Zaz. I thought that was great. And um, I know people are upset because like you said, like Zaz is obviously like a like DC fanboys love him. You know what I mean? Like, and really wanted to see it done. Right. Um, and they obviously, like you said, could have gone more with him, but I was okay with what we got from him. I wasn't mad about his role in the movie. I can understand how people might be disappointed about how much he was used. Um, I, was I saw excited the- when I heard that Zaz was going to be in it, that I was going to see some like, I think a lot of people were. And like him slicing um, faces off 
was pretty fucking. I was like, yeah, that's Zaz. But then yeah, that's what I'm saying. They established it early, and they didn't really like. Then he kind of took a little bit of a backseat. Um, but I think that overall it was good. I went to go see it with um, two people. Shout out Vogel. Shout out Markowitz. And um, but Markowitz is like a really big DC guy. Like he, like the Joker is his favorite character. So naturally, he loves Harley Quinn. Obviously, did this like kid, Joker? for context, went as Jared Leto's Joker for Halloween this year. Yikes. Because he maintains that 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 would have been a great Joker had the movie been better. Well, you know um, what? I saw this thing. That, I agree with that. Before you go, I agree with I, that. But go. Yeah, I saw this thing that pointed out that like in this world, in this Gotham, that like we see in Birds of Prey, like yeah, the Joker makes more sense now because like Black Mask is another very clearly like eccentric, eccentric villain. Yeah. yeah, like he he is. He isn't really just like, oh, bad, bad. like he isn't dark and all that. But and like seeing that Joker in this world would definitely make a lot more sense. I'm glad though that the Joker wasn't in this movie because I don't think anything should have been there to steal like thunder away. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but anyways, going back to what I was saying about Markowitz, like I said, he's a really big fan of DC and all that shit, and like. He even like he, after the movie, he was like, "Look, like I am a little disappointed with what happened with like Black Mask and the way he was, and maybe Zaz not being like as menacing as like you say." But overall, he was still happy with it, and I agree with that. Like, even as a DC fan, like maybe you weren't thrilled with some of the decisions they made about certain characters, but overall, you can't be mad about the final product. Yeah, no, that's whatever. It's not like ruining my. Yeah, um, let me ask. Fine. Let me ask you one closing question before we rate this movie. Um, did you like this de- better than Deadpool? Because I see it getting a lot of comparison I'm to not, Deadpool. I, I yeah, I'm not comparing them. I'm gonna compare, and I say I like this way better than Deadpool. Okay, see, like I would probably lean more Deadpool, but okay, I'm glad. But again, like what? We could chop that up another day. I hate the like. Oh, it's funny and it's a superhero movie, so let's find the no, first thing we you can. can. No, that's not why. Stylistically, it's very similar with the intense violence, a lot of breaking the fourth wall humor, a lot of like relying. Like you can't. It's very similar in terms of just the style of movie. I would say. Eh. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> what are you giving this movie out of? Ten? I gave it a. I gave it a. So an eight. No, dude, albums are 10. Movies are 5. I gave right, it a 4. So I also gave it a 4. Yeah, Realistically, see? I'd probably give it like a 375, but I'm just going off my letterbox. Yeah, no. I'm happy with the 4. Um, I think the movie itself maybe is like a 375, but if you take into account like what it shows about the direction of DC and all that stuff, I'm going to bump it a little bit. Um, but yeah, so that was Birds of Prey, guys. Out now. Go see it. They deserve your money. Go fucking see it. Don't pirate that shit. Um, and yeah, go support women. And um, on that note, real quick before we break off into the last topic, um, in terms of supporting women, guys, this week, if you have no plans for Valentine's Day because you're mad washed like your boy, um, book a ticket. Go see uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. You know, you heard me and Alex ranting and raving about it. We did a whole bonus episode about it once Alex got the chance to see it. I've seen it twice. I plan on going again. It yeah, is one of my favorite there. movies of last year, hands down. Um, it's just truly stunning. It's filmmaking at its best. And it deserves your attention and it deserves your money. So really go see that shit. If I can make one recommendation. I mean, the only thing it's going up against this week is Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm actually seeing that on Thursday. I think I I have tickets to see it in IMAX on Thursday too. Actually, do Um, do I have it in IMAX? I got to check. Yeah. Portrait of a Lady on Fire is real good. Real quick. What are you What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to try to go out with my other single friends and maybe meet some other desperate people. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Um, no concrete plan. Actually, I lied on Valentine. Well, we might do this afterwards. Valentine's Day, Friday night. I'm going to see YBN Corday uh, with Elon. Wait, what? Yeah, this Friday. You doing Rex Orange County? I have Rex Orange County on Wednesday. Sonic the Hedgehog Thursday. YBN on Friday, and then shout out Zach Greenwald. Happy birthday! His birthday party on Saturday. <clears throat> Look at you. 
I got a big week coming up. It helps me cope with the depression. Um, but anyways, moving on to our last topic. Ask me what the- I'm doing? Oh, I know what you're doing. Well, I asked you because I wanted to throw it on. No, I'm, I am going to a Prince-themed party at a bar in Brooklyn with some Tao boys, and I'm very excited. That's going to be dope. I saw you posting about that. That's going to be sick. What's the um, best Prince song? Go. Uh, that's why I wanted to ask this because uh, that's a really hard question. That's a really hard question. Um, what's yours? Because I think I'm going Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret is good. I just I'm like going. You could easily pick any of his slower songs, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like Purple see, Rain. I'm definitely more of like the pop Prince. Yeah, yeah, same. I want to be your lover. Yeah, is amazing, but I think I'm gonna give it to Kiss. Okay. Or a red Corvette. Okay. Both great choices. Um, we could talk about Prince for hours. No, 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 no. Kiss. One more thing to talk about real quick. Um, we got a a surprise album. At least it was a surprise to me. Um, from arguably the hottest producer in the game right now, Kenny Beats. Whoa, hey, Kenny. Um, and your boy, Denzel Zeltron Curry out here. Okay. nuts. Well, damn! That's his producer tag, though. F and Z, nah, like those yeah, that produced it's that. F and Z, like, Lil Den, or whatever. Like uh, uh, either way. Uh, I anyways, the album, the album is called Unlocked, and it is short. It is sweet, and it features some like really interesting production. Like these beats sound like kind of crazy. A lot of them. And um, it really just seems like these guys were in the studio together and they were like, yo, we just got to lay some shit down. Like, we have to. And, well, so, uh, and- <clears throat> do you know the story of it? No, nah, hit me with it. Hit the people with it. For those who don't know, also, shout out to The Mandalorian being sampled on this album. Let me just say that. I didn't know that. That's crazy, but cool. It's Yeah, it's fire. It's the, yeah, it's very fire. Um, so, for those who don't know, Kenny Beats has a show called The Cave where he gets artists to come in uh, Kenny makes a beat from scratch, like with the artist, and then the artist goes into the recording studio and drops what are always fire freestyles. And Denzel Curry has the is on the season finale of season one of the Cave, and his freestyle. When I tell you I listened to this thing so many times in a row, it's it's out of this fucking world. And so basically, this album apparently. After they filmed the cave, they went on kind of like a two to three day bender of like just making music like in that vein. And this is the product. And if you listen to the freestyle and then this music and then this album, it's very clear. Like, okay, yeah, like they were about that shit. Yeah. Um, So like I said, the album is short. It's only 17 minutes long, eight songs. You have no reason to not listen to it. If you're truly a hip hop fan, like you got to be listening to this. It's Tenzo Curry is the most one of the most exciting rappers in the game, and Kenny Beats, like I said, is one of the most exciting producers. Um, Al, you have a favorite track? Um, probably Diet or yeah. the last song. Diet is fire because Diet is crazy. That beat is insane. <clears throat> Many people try to copy DMX, and the most recent one I think of is Pups. Um, and I called yeah. it out. I think on this podcast. But DMX that was, uh, that was pre-podcast. What? That was pre-podcast when we had that discussion. That was back that song came out when I was back at Binghamton. Really? Yeah, pre-podcast. But Denzel Curry on diet does a DMX, not just a flow, but like one that of my favorite crowd. things about Denzel is he really like can use his voice in a lot of different and exciting ways. But it's like in this one, he just straight up like ripped it from DMX, and it is so fucking good. That hook is stupid fire. Like I literally could listen to that song eight times in a row and not get tired of it. Like get money from my soul and deposit it, yo. Yeah, and it made me just want to listen to DMX. So that's what I did today. I listened to Show Gun came through with no gun, one man, Ichiban, fresh out of Japan. That's crazy. Josh said it. I'm gonna double down. Denzel Curry is my favorite rapper in this new school of rappers. 
I love Jid. I love Smino. I will ride with Denzel till the wheels fall off. Yes, sir. He's but so never forget. Good. Never forget. We'll say for the record, I did have to convince Alex to listen to Denzel Curry. Not. <laughs> it's that's like forty-five to sixty percent true. <laughs> that's quite the range. But yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Alex, what are you giving this album? I am giving this album a very solid. 8 out of 10. I fucking love it. It's not Kenny Beats' normal production. Nope. Denzel Dude, is doing cool his thing. thing. About, that's the cool thing about Kenny Beats. If he can do such... Like, he can do any type of production, it seems like. Like, when that song by James Vickery, uh, Tear It Apart, came out, which I urge you to re- revisit. Yeah. Um, if you haven't it. listened in a while. It sounds... It's not even hip-hop. It's just... But it's it's so good. Like... Like I said, Kenny Beats is fire. I'm also riding with you. I'm going to give it an eight. We're on the same page today, which is great. Um, Yeah, like I said, just a great listen and such a great surprise. You know, um, nothing better than a short album from a, one of your favorite artists just dropping and being able to throw that shit on. Um, you know, check it out. And then if you're if you're feeling rowdy, <laughs> go throw on the Pop Smoke album. Meet the Wu too. Um, he's got some good features on there. Fivio Foreign is on the album. I might have to listen to that. That song's okay. It's called Sweetheart. It's all right. Dude, I'll give you a list of songs to listen to. Yeah. The whole album itself is only like 30 minutes, though. So, Why is the explicit version called Meet the Woo 2, and then the non-explicit one is Meet the Woo Volume 2? I don't know. Oh, man. I just, I'm like looking at the album right now, and I just see Armed and Dangerous. That song's all right. Parentheses Charlie, and I thought it was a Charlie Heat version, but that would have been great. Dude, it's Charlie's production. The production is crazy. If you're into this whole like drill music scene now, that's like coming out. Like, and if you like any of Pop Smoke's music, you're gonna like this song. Big good. But uh, hey, for you, Alex, I encourage you to listen to the song Slide. It is the remix of a her song. I think I told you about it. It's with her Pop Smoke. A Boogie and Chris Brown. Okay, yeah, I've heard that. Yes. Pop Smoke does a very unusual, like, not very much like Pop Smoke, like, verse on it. And it's good. Is he crooning? No. Also, let me just say this. I want to say shout out to everyone for uh, dealing with the flood of tweets for the Oscars. Um, I get very excited. Easily, everyone knows that. Uh, and and especially when it comes to movies and like saying it's saying it's I mean like you said it for us but like this really like I don't really I'm not the big sports guy that's you so like this truly is my Super Bowl essentially I get stupid hype uh, and I just want to talk and talk and talk about it um I'm wearing my 824 socks right now so let's go shout out to everyone putting up with that and uh I'm looking forward to never, ever, ever talking about the Joker again. Um, unfortunately, I don't think you'll have the choice. I think people are still going to be talking about it. And I'm if they ask me questions, starting now, once this episode comes out, I'm done talking about the Joker. Okay. Boom. I'm not. Take if y'all want to talk to Joker, hit me up. I love talking about it. Good Take movie. that. Um, yeah. All right. Take well, that, cells. That's a great place to end it. Um, Alex, where can they find you if they want to see all your tweets about the Oscars, catch some more hot takes? You can find me on Instagram at AlexPaps1. You can find me on Twitter at, what is it? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SamuraiPaps. You can find me on, I must said Snapchat. You can find me on Letterboxd at uh, AGPerson. And you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at WTR pod. Throw out your Snapchat. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is my did you see? Did you see my Instagram story? My Snapchat is Alex Paps one. There you go. Did you see my Insta story just now? No, I didn't. It was like a filter. It's like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, aspect ratio. What aspect ratio are you? I was yeah, like, what the fuck is that? I wasn't expecting like it to like show me the aspect ratio at the end. And that shit just had me. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. You can find me at Josh Lempert. Um, 
on Instagram, on Twitter, on Letterboxd. I'm going to try to go harder with my reviews on Letterboxd. I won't lie. I've been slacking. It's kind of tough to do that because I really just want to talk about it here with you. Um, so my man, my man said, yeah, this movie's very solid and then gave it a four. I mean, I no, like it's like, yeah, it was that it was bow. It was the fucking short film for no, Disney. No, 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 no. Was like, it was something I mean, recently. Right. Five stars. <laughs> like it was something recently that you just did. And I got very like, Oh, the turning. You talked so much shit about that movie. and gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a two. I would go see a two. That's below average. Like, barely barely okay but do you know how bad a movie has to be to be average in my book like okay like for me a two is like a a half star for you i I saw true romance on sunday very good movie maybe the best cast i've ever seen knives out no i'm gonna read this to you are you ready Yes. This is a movie written by Quentin Tarantino with a score by Hans Zimmer, just to start it off. Okay. This, this is the cast. Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Michael Rapaport, Gary Oldman, Dennis Hopper, Christopher Walken, Brad Pitt, Tom Sizemore, Samuel Jackson, James Gandolfini, Val Kilmer, Chris Penn. Name a woman for a dollar. Patricia Arquette. No, I'm just kidding. But like, no, that that does sound good. Um, it was very yeah. good. All right, well, that's cool, uh, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, rate and review on iTunes if you get the chance. It takes five seconds. Do it for your boys. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to another great year of movies, aren't we, Al? Yes, we are.